You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Numbers. They're mysterious and mathematical, and they've been around almost as long as words have. And sometimes <laughs> you can even use numbers as words, where you can't use words as numbers. That proves the importance numbers have in our society and in the movies. I'm, I'm drowning. <laughs> start over. <laughs> I, I was trying to start out deep and important for this special episode of Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast. My name's Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. It's draft time, baby. Man, if you guys are looking for deep... That ain't my list. Ain't got any- you just stepped in it. <laughs> We're talking numerology tonight on KPP. We're doing another top 10 list that might actually Only be there's top 11. 11. Yeah. yeah. This is one of those crazy drafts we do. Mm. And uh, we're just going to get into it. This is going to be movies with numbers in the title and or words spelling numbers in movie titles could even have sequels if the number is in the title, but uh, don't expect to see a lot of those. Um, we, uh, but those are the rules. And other than that, we're pretty lax. So as we always say, these aren't the best movies. It's our favorite movies or movies we like. It's not critical consensus. It's Kapow consensus. So deal with right. It. This is the Kapow, a Kapow draft. What we come up with at the end. So some people are going to get to take turns naming their movies as we count this down. And some of us are going to uh, either accept or reject those picks, depending on what little powers we got. So we predetermined the order of picking your picks. This is going to make, make sense in a second. There's three different choices. Cliff gets to pick first oh, as far as what draft order he gets. So the three different choices, Cliff, right? Might want to jot this down so you know what you're picking. should be similar to previous drafts that the three of us did. Okay. Column A, column A will get picks seven, four, and one. You only get three picks, but you get to pick the ultimate number one pick. And you get two vetoes. Ooh. If somebody says a pick along the way, yeah, and you don't like it, you get rid of it. You uh, you have that extra veto in column A to try to protect your number one pick. That's and, really to make sure it gets there. Yeah, just to remind people, if we veto something, like if I veto your pick, I don't get to pick that. Right. If I say you three still, ninjas, yes, you still uh, get to you. You may you may veto it not not because you don't want it on the list. Right. Maybe you want it higher. Maybe you want to put it later. Or or maybe you don't want it on the list and you hope nobody puts it there again. Yeah. And then that person will get to pick again at that turn. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, <clears throat> column B is picks 9, 8, 5 and 2. Ooh. They get four picks. 
and they get but they only get one veto. Okay. And column C is picks 11, 10, 6 and 3 and they get one veto and one veto override. So that you can't use that veto override if someone vetoes one of your picks, you can't use the veto override to knock it out, but you can for the if someone else gets their their pick vetoed. You can say, right. nope, I agree that that movie should have been on there, and I'm overriding that. Okay. All right. Uh, that's about all explaining I'm going to do. You'll figure it out as we go along, or maybe you've heard, the one of our, heard one of our previous drafts, and you already know how this works. But it's going to be a top 11. And Cliff, which column do you want? I think I am going to choose column B. B, that's a that's a sweet column there. Yeah. So you get, so you get picks nine, eight, five, and two, and one veto. Uh, let's see. What do I want? I'm I'm the second picker here. Um. Wow, I'm gonna have to look at my little list of movies here. Decide what I want. How how important is number one to me? Not not very. I'm gonna go with column C. Eleven, ten, six, and three. One veto, one veto override. Jordan, you will get column A. You get pick seven, four, and one, and you have two vetoes. Okay. So that means I start, which is right now. So let's see. I'm first. Hmm. Let's we see. Love movies, folks. We love movies. We love any chance to talk about them. So we There's no. We're only. We're only comparing these by the fact that they have numbers in the title. So yeah. they're. They're <laughs> yeah. nothing. It's going to be all over the place. So, but this is just for fun. It's kind of in honor of the movie uh, 65 came out. And so that's a movie with numbers in the title. Um. Okay. I'm only going to get to pick four times. I want my favorite number movies on here. Huh. Mm, this is this. I'm telling you, this is going to be tough for me. I've got. I've got a bunch on my list, but I don't know that very many st- stand out, uh, you know, above the rest. I like them all. Yeah, I got a ton. I got a ton on my list that are just not gonna be on here. Yeah, so we only got a few movies on here, but it's gotta <laughs> suck it up. So I'm going to go with Twenty Fifth Hour. You can't see me being a father. No. Well, I can see you fathering children. I couldn't see you raising any. I would raise my own chalupas. Well, we're definitely not having any kids together if you're going to be calling them chalupas. It's probably your mother. You have the worst timing ever. Montgomery broken in? I'm Agent Flood with the Drug Enforcement Administration. Everything's gotten so strange, Bob. The only people I trust are you... Guys, I grew up with. What do we say to him? We'll say nothing. He's going to hell for seven years. What am I gonna do? Wish him luck. Champagne for my real friend. I 
real pain for my sham friends. Can't believe you brought my student in here. I mean, you haven't done anything wrong yet. What do you mean yet? She's the only girl I've ever kept fantasizing about after I slept with her. Is that normal? That's a pretty good kind of normal. We haven't talked about this at all. You know, this is our last no, night. It's not our last night. My last night. I watched him ruin his life. The last 10 years, I've been watching him get deeper and deeper. I look at these people around me, and I, I'm thinking, these are my friends? I don't even know these people. He doesn't trust me. What reason does he have not to trust you? This is Spike Lee Joint, as they say, from 2002, with Edward Norton, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Barry Pepper, Rosario Dawson, Anna Paquit, but Brian Cox. It's just tons of people. And I remember seeing this the first time. It just blew my mind. Like the secret throughout the movie. What, what Edward Norton is getting his friends together for one night. And he has a favor to ask. He needs Barry Pepper to do him a favor. And you're like, what does he want? What, you know, the whole movie. It's just, it's so well done. I miss Philip Seymour Hoffman. Every time a movie comes out that I think has something that's up his alley, I'm like, man, I wonder if he would have played this role. Like, there's so many things we're missing out on from from him. But yeah, he's definitely. I love this movie. I got the got the poster hanging on my living room wall. Hmm. I got six movie posters in my living room. One of them is the 25th Hour. Hmm. You guys like this movie? It's a very post 9-11 movie. Like it is very New York. You know, Spike Lee is famously a New York icon. And, you know, there's just uh it deals with a little bit of that, but but it's not overwhelming, you know. I've just seen it once and I, I remember liking it, but I just I don't remember the details well enough to to have a real strong opinion about it. I, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> well, like- it's been a while. I'll get, uh, um, he's basically a uh, criminal or, you know, he's gotten some trouble, Edward Norton. But, and uh, yeah, just go, gets with a bunch of his friends. I, I really don't want to spoil it at all. It's really great. I remember seeing it and feeling like I uh, was seeing something special. I'd ne- never heard anybody talk about it. And I just wanted it, which you always like a movie more if you kind of discover it yourself and, and just fall in love with it unexpectedly. And uh, I've watched it many, many times since the ending is a great, a great ending that uh, really makes you think what is going to happen. How, where does it go from here? Um, but I like the mystery of what is he wanting from his friends that night. Um, so is any, so the way we deal with vetoes and using your powers, uh, Cliff had the advantage of picking a row first but now he is at the disadvantage for the rest of the game. He has to choose first whether he uses his veto or not. So, Cliff, yeah. would you like to veto that pick mm-hmm. at number 11? No, I'm not wasting it on number 11 on a movie I haven't right. seen. That's not even in the top 10. Yeah. Come on. 
No. I'm going to waste it on that. Nobody's even going right. to remember what number 11 was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. In the even of though the every. <laughs> Number 11 everyone will, will everyone will at least er, more people are going to hear number 11 than they are number one though. <laughs> uh, what about you jordan you got a no, problem with 25th no hour be there, that for me. all right so on to number 10 guess who's turning this mine um i pick again here let's see I'm really worried about what's going to make this list. I wanted that on there, but I wasn't too attached to it being super high. Um, I guess I hate that this movie though, I would put, I'm going to have this low. Wow. Wow. This is tough, guys. Yeah, I always feel like uh, on a lot of these lists, somehow I, I I end up picking like ten or eleven, you know, towards the bottom of the list quite a bit at first, kind of starting things off. And I was nervous about those th- those ones down there, like oh, well, because we I... don't know what other people are going to pick, right. and if you get vetoed something, you have to pick something else. I don't. Then you may have regret. lost that one. Yeah. 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 Are you going to have something better to pick later where you could have had this? Um, I am going to, and I know that Jordan knows the things that I would pick. So I feel like he won't pick them and I'm obligated to pick them, which sucks. He gets to get all crazy and just do whatever the hell he wants. (laughs) I'm a wild card. Yeah. You don't know what's coming. <laughs> oh, he doesn't feel any pressure to put any of these on there. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I feel zero pressure about any of this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> if you don't feel pressured, then we need to get somebody else in here. This Wait is supposed the, to be. Well, I say that pressure. now. Wait, give us an hour. We get to the top of this list. I'm going to be biting <laughs> pencils in there. Sweating. All right. At least it'll be in the top 10. I'm going to say 2001 A Space Odyssey. Dave, do you mind if I ask you a personal question? No, not at all. I've wondered whether you might be having some second thoughts about the mission. How do you mean? Rumors about something being dug up on the moon. I never gave these stories much credence, but particularly in view of some of the other things that have happened, I find them difficult to put out of my mind. Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What are you talking about, Hal? This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye.
1968, Stanley Kubrick still holds up. Amazing movie. Five stars. I don't know what to say. Like, I, I think I I've only seen movie. it once. I mean, it's so, you know, how you got Hal, got Dave. I don't know what else you need. It's got you know? Rick Flair's it's, it's, uh, entrance music. That was for Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just freaking love this. I only took my son. They re-released it a few years ago. 35 millimeter took him. He, you know, we got to see it on the big screen, and that was special. And I just, of course, love the music. I love the the pace. I like where it goes. I, I love all the monolith stuff. We famously, you know, I, I still remember years ago. Uh, now, to your previous location, Jordan, finding the Cheez-It monolith in his Cheez-It box. <laughs> <laughs> it was like eight uh, just a, all stuck together. Yeah, it was... Just a, a great classic uh, space movie uh, showing the different stages in time, how they've dealt with finding this monolith and how maybe it progressed to the next phase of civilization and I don't know. It's a lot of analysis done on this movie and I, I really dig it. Okay. So That's Cliff, what, I, what do you feel about that? Yeah. I mean, it's a, you know, it, it's definitely a, a, I would say a monumental piece of film um, came out after, did it come out after star Wars in that whole, Everything's got to be a space movie. No. It was before. No. This is the one that everybody ripped off. This is 68. 68. Okay. That makes more sense. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think I've only seen it once. I mean, it, it's... Yeah. I mean, That's the movie George Lucas wished he had made. And <laughs> right. was sad that he made a kid's movie instead. So... Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 not going to veto it. I I expected it uh to be on the list somewhere. I just didn't Yeah, I would have liked it higher, but it. I didn't get the picks I wanted. Mm. I wanted B. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay, so moving <laughs> on. I well, I got some vetoes. Yeah. Oh no. Go ahead, veto it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Talk this about isn't it. my favorite. We've talked about it before. I, I appreciate it. I understand it. I, I know its place in pop culture. I've seen it several times, but I've never in my life felt like I really wanted to watch it. Like, oh, I got to watch 2001. Like, it's just never drawn me in that way. I, I, again, I, I appreciate it more than I enjoy watching it. And I understand it. Stone Cold Classic for sure. I And it's numbers, so it deserves to be on this list. So. <laughs> I would never veto. <laughs> it has a number. How can you argue with that? Yeah, it's mostly <laughs> numbers. All right, now looks like Cliff's got a couple picks coming up here. So at number nine, we got there, Cliffy. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I'm, I'm, I was just sitting here like this whole time, just like debating, like, oh my gosh, what the heck should I pick? I have no idea. Um, 
because I have a whole bunch of movies that I like that fit into this into this uh, this list, and um, I really don't know where to start. There are certain things I feel like you know I would want to be on the list, but again, I feel like um, a certain kind of way that you guys may not pick any of the movies I have on the list. So where do I start? Number nine is a, uh, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to agree with my wife and daughter because I was reading off this list of them the other night uh, when you first mentioned it and I had jotted some, you know, immediately what had come to mind and they both reminded me how important this movie has become in our family's holiday traditions. And you guys know, I love Christmas movies. That is a genre of movies that I just absolutely adore. And when we find one, when we sink our hooks into one, we will watch it over and over and Mm. over every holiday season. So, but we got to pick one. Um, that that's got a number in it, and uh, I'm gonna choose four Christmases. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, Dad. Mom. Hey. Listen, hey. Mama got bad news. We're not gonna Hi, be able to make it tomorrow. It's me. No one was more upset than we were last yeah, year that she I, got into a happy and, and deal with the situation. <laughs> Every year, Brad and Kate spend the holidays avoiding their families. No flights are coming in and no flights are going out. This isn't happening. Do you have a sister airline? No, I'm sorry. How about a cousin airline? No, we don't. How about like an airline that your airline's felt up before? <laughs> but this year... Where are you headed for the holidays? They'll be forced to celebrate... Hi, Mom. It's my dad. They just saw us on the news. With all of them. Okay, he's going to give you a big hug when he sees you, Mom. I'm not hugging anybody. He's very excited about the hug. From New Line Cinema... We just got to get through these four Christmases as quickly and as painlessly as possible. Merry Christmas, Mom. Hey, Dad. Good to see you, Mom. Merry Christmas, Dad. Hey, these are my brothers, Denver and Dallas. You must be Orlando's girl. Orlando? We're all named after the cities that we were conceived in. That's disgusting. Oh, my God. Four families. Bradley, I'm not trying to be your father. I'm hoping for a chance to be your friend. Well, you were my friend. You were my best friend. But now you're sleeping with my mom, and it's a little bit weird for me. One day. That's you? Mom, did you put that on the mantle? I love that photo. You look huge. I ate my feelings, Brad. She must have had a lot of bad feelings. <laughs> I just gotta adjust it. Pull the damn thing. <laughs> Too much. It's an exit strategy. It's fun. Reese Witherspoon. Hello. <laughs> did Jackson protect us? I'll move on it. Four Christmases. You gotta get out of here. I can't breathe. I wanna do it too. You are a wild card. Maybe miracle at forty second. What is it? Forty second Street. I thought that's yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. Like I wouldn't. No. I wish. I wish that he would have said that. <laughs> no, not a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street because we don't normally watch a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street throughout the holidays but <laughs> we sure as heck second avenue i didn't even what is this movie four christmases i can't even picture this is that, uh... oh this is it's the vince vaughn or something classic. oh classic it's okay. got <laughs> oh mary or um uh, mary 
replaying scenes in my head. Um, from Legally Blonde. My gosh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Um, they they play a couple, and uh, uh, every Christmas they go on vacation to avoid their families for a reason. And it just so happens their 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 cruise um, gets canceled this particular year, and they are forced to visit their families. Um, and and you know, being a sign of the times, that they're both their parents are divorced or separated. They are so they have four Christmases. They have you know, uh, <laughs> they have we got it two with his parents. Two with her parents that and their families. So when do when do the cranks show up? Yeah, oh, exactly. This is so much better than the cranks. They're one of the families, Jordan. One of the families is the cranks. <laughs> got the Griswolds. We got Tim uh, McGraw and John Favreau. Everybody loves them, right? They play they play Vince Vaughn's brothers. You've got Orlando. Oh, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a swingers Denver. Yeah, Dallas Dallas and Denver. They are MMA fighters. And it's got a great cast. It's got um, Mary Steenburgen, and it has um, oh a whole other bunch of people in it that I cannot <laughs> remember their names. But um, no, it's it, it really is. It, it's just one of those things that it, the jokes get funnier every year, every time we watch the movie, and we watch it multiple times, especially my wife and daughter. Um, but it's just dealing with that, dealing with your family at Christmas, and we all can relate to that and how insane they can be, and the stupid family like most traditions. Christmas movies. Yeah. It's, it's 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 like most Christmas movies. It's Except like most there's a jump, jump, and middle of the road Christmas movie. It's pretty good. It's pretty upper good. upper middle of the road. I'll give you that. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I think so, I saw it. Once that's why at it's at the point. bottom of the list. It's it's not all the way to the top, but man, this is this is a special one in our in our uh, house. <clears throat> well, I am not gonna because you're so unpredictable and have multiple picks yet. <laughs> I only have one veto. I can't waste it on four Christmases. Otherwise, maybe I would. How you feel about that, Jordan? I haven't seen yeah, that one. Vita. I haven't seen that one. But if it means uh, a lot to your family, it's a personal favorite. You can't. I can't judge personal favorites because we all love movies. He's going to say that about all of them. Well, he won me over. It's Christmas cheer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember that when I when I go. Oh yeah. Cliff, what else you got? Number eight. Oh, yes, I do have eight. Oh, my goodness. How do we follow that up? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're all on the edge of our seats to oh, find out what's next. Are. I bet you are. Uh, I'm sorry I spoiled Three Ninjas as a potential. Oh, never, never. I hate those movies. Um, talk about unrealistic. There's more than one? Oh, yeah. There's there's a whole slew of those damn things. There was like two those, ninjas at one point? Oh, the, the three ninjas, they do all kinds of stuff. Um, it's all terrible. Up, three ninjas on Splash Mountain or something. Yeah, well, yeah. I have no idea. Um, okay, number eight. Let's find something. Another uh, movie that's fun. Um, right. That I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna push it a little bit, maybe with you guys. But uh, let's go with. Mm, this is so hard for me. 
how do we feel about <laughs> while you're little... thinking i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and let people know we discussed beforehand like there's not gonna be any uh there's not gonna be a star wars or empire strikes back return of the jedi those when they came out they didn't have numbers on them yeah so uh they may now but they didn't then so we're not counting those so right. don't expect them to show up on the list. probably not um oh, man i hate to do this to you guys but how do you feel about the 40 year old virgin it's got a number in it it's got a number i feel better it. about it than four christmas <laughs> <laughs> Over the years... Did you glue this? I wish I had some scissors. Ow! Andy Stitzer has lost a lot of girlfriends. <laughs> I'm sorry. But there's one thing he never lost. Are you a virgin? Oh, you are hilarious. Mmm, <laughs> this is good. You're a virgin! How can you go 40 years and not have sex? I just kind of stopped trying. We gotta help the man. We cannot let you go on being a virgin. <laughs> You gotta highlight your attributes. Just wax that whole Teen Wolf thing off. No, Kelly Clarkson! Help! I hate you! Stop smiling! You look like a man-o'-lantern. The problem most men have is they don't know how to talk to women. What am I supposed to say? Nothing. Just ask questions. Are you looking for something? Is there something I should be looking for? We have a great um, section of do it yourself do you like to do it yourself <laughs> what am i talking about you gotta go somewhere where every girl is looking for a guy welcome to date a palooza i'm andy and you are gina gina hey, what's up okay i like your shirt Shh. you have kind eyes you want to get out of here do you think i'm pretty whoa, whoa. look at me Look at me! Got Steve Carell. This was kind of his breakout hit, I think. Um, came out right after he started on The Office. And, uh, you know, kind of made a little, you know, helped in the career of Seth Rogen and, and Paul Rudd. And uh, it's just, a, you know, it's a comedy. It's a raunchy comedy. But, man, if it's on... There's a good chance I'm going to stop and watch a good, you know, a little bit of this movie. If not, if not, it has been thing. a long time since I've seen it. I mean, it's a, it's a, uh, in its time, it was the biggest comedy, you know, in that couple of years there, that was, that was a huge success. Um, Kelly Clarkson is more <laughs> yeah. famous because yeah. of that movie. Um, yeah, I, I remember liking that movie. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And this kind of cemented Judd Apatow and his brand of comedy. Right. And he, like for the next decade. Yes. He yeah. had the he had the clout in Hollywood to make these kind of movies and and kind of yeah. using those same actors in a lot of those movies and yeah. Yes, I uh, have not seen that one in a while. Yeah, this, it's a good this one. Was good actually, job. This was actually in my top ten. Sweet, uh, nice. On this list, nice. So, yeah, it's. I, I agree with you. If it's on TV, I at least flip past and see what scene it is. And it's, it's, 
they made Steve Carell a star, and right. there's a good reason for that. It's, it's he, about a guy yeah. who has spent his life collecting comics and toys and movie posters and playing video games and online poker, and who cannot relate to that that listens to this podcast? <laughs> All right. Sounds like nobody's vetoing that. Uh, moving on to we're, we're a little more precious. The higher we get, though, I feel like, you know, we get a little higher. We're going to want, you know, can't just put anything on there. But we uh, I think both of you guys had that in your top 10. So there it is. And that so that works out great. At pick number seven, we get uh, Jordan's first pick for the list here. You know, I didn't have as many as Cliff seems to have had, but I, I came up with a top 10, uh, but I only really ranked the top five because I knew I'd only have a couple of picks, and here I am with only three. So I don't even need a top five, probably. So right. I'm going to go ahead and skip a movie you vetoed on my time travel. I tried to get it into the time travel bracket, and you guys vetoed it. So I'm going to skip that. Ooh, Because it's was not that? good enough. 12 Monkeys. If it's not good enough for... Oh. If 12 Monkeys is not a good enough time travel movie, then surely it's, <laughs> you won't think it's a good enough number movie. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe it's better than other number movies. <laughs> so I'm going to go right to... Let's just go to my number three. I've only got three picks. And I don't know. I don't think either of you guys like this movie as much as the rest of the world and me. But for pick seven, I'm going to say The Fifth Element. When the three planets are in eclipse, the black hole like a door is open. Evil comes, spreading terror and chaos. But to exterminate life, all forms of life. So what you're telling me, Father, there's nothing that can stop. Four animals gathered around a fifth. The supreme being, the ultimate mind, created to protect life. Then night turns to dark, life to death, forever. I want your best man to go undercover. I have the perfect one. It's nice to see you again, Father. Where are the stones? I don't know. And even if I did know, I wouldn't tell somebody like you. from Luc Besson, the director. He started writing it when he was 16 years old, sitting in his bedroom, coming up with wacky ideas and crazy sci-fi concepts. So it's, it's a movie he's wanted to make literally his entire life. Finally had the Hollywood budget to do it. And it's wild. It's, uh, it's colorful. That's everything he said. He, he was sick of sci-fi that was all shadows and dark corners. So he lit everything, broad daylight, colorful costumes, Bigger than life villain, super quotable. Yeah, uh, Bruce Willis is a 23rd century taxi driver, Corbin Dallas, 
former special forces soldier who has to rescue a young woman named Lilu, played by Mila Jovovich, who is the only defense against a cosmic entity about to destroy the planet. Good performances supporting by Gary Oldman, Chris Tucker, Ian Holm. People love this movie. I don't remember. I don't think you guys have as strong an opinion on it, but yeah, you can't go to a, a, a Comic Con without seeing a cosplayer and you know Lilu Lilu wig. I don't. Cliff, I've, ne- I've never known how to feel about this movie. Like, I think it just kind of confuses me. Oh, it's it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's fine. Like, I've never hated the movie, but I've never really liked the movie either. I don't, mm. I, I so, just, I don't know how to feel yeah. about it. I, uh, I remember the first time I saw this, I freaking loved it. I just was like, it was, again, it was one of those, I just didn't know what I was getting into and loved the concept. I thought she was incredible. Like, I, still the best thing she's ever done like just great performance bruce willis is fun everybody's fun in it it's wacky crazy it's like uh it's such a 90s sci-fi yeah yeah it is mishmash thing and i've watched it you know several times since but it's been a while and you know it loses a, a little of its you know luster with each watching but i think it's been long enough now that i feel like nostalgic to watch it again like it's been so long i i remember loving it the first time i saw it and, and i'm you know never uh it's never lost too much with me but it's not one of my favorite movies but i always felt positively about it hmm and i how daily, how confused I, are you a quote from that what, bit will what, pop yeah. into my head pretty much daily. Lilu Dallas multipass. She knows it's a multipass. She says chicken. Every time I eat chicken, I think chicken. There's uh, another chicken quote you think. Green. There's a you've mentioned another chicken quote that you think of every time you eat chicken. Oh, I eat a lot of chicken. <laughs> I need multiple <laughs> movies. Or I'm a chicken. There's something with Samuel Jackson or something. Oh, I gotta get oh. some chicken in me. <laughs> from, yeah. from, uh, it's like this is the second time you've come up with a, ch- <laughs> you got, uh, a chicken quote. <laughs> yeah, Cliff, I, I, I'm how you not, feel about it? I'm not. I don't. Mm, I'm not gonna veto it, but we yeah. watch it every oh. Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just, I was just getting ready to say you didn't mention your family enough. Yeah. Uh, no, right. but this is uh, my brothers and I are. We will quote this movie back and forth to each other. We all right. We you all would have uh, watched it way too much. Just a lot I think you would take some. I think you would take some heat, Cliff. Cliff would probably take some heat for knocking us one off the list. I feel that way. Yeah. All right. At number seven, the Fifth Element. Great pick. Um, number six, my second to last pick out here at number six. Oh, I'm gonna look at my list. Here. This is the end of the bottom half of the list. Wow, really minimizing this pick. <laughs> Nobody's trying to veto yet. We're almost halfway through. Oh, see, here's the conundrum. 
I only have one pick in the top five. You guys each have two. Mm. I feel like I feel like Jordan values my number one enough for it to be in the top five, but I don't know. I guess I, I don't know if he would pick either of my top two. So I'm thinking, so I, I guess I have to pick one of them, which sucks. <sighs> I'm just going to go ahead and pick this. Uh, this is my, my number two, I would say, um, but this is at number six. It's a kill bill volume one. The incident that happened at the Two Pines Wedding Chapel that put this whole gory story into motion has since become legend. That woman deserves her revenge, and we deserve to die. tale of bloody revenge reaches its climax there's a few unanswered questions if i may doesn't kill you he will make you stronger <laughs> b shoot you in the head there are consequences to breaking the heart of a killer is uh quentin tarantino it's the i which who i love most of his movies uh, this is just so good uma thurman as the bride on a revenge beatrice tour Kiddo. yep going going after bill looking for bill and having to fight through a bunch of lackeys along the way um yeah i love it i love it it's it's so good starts from the beginning it is great and all the way through uh that fight with vivica fox is amazing it's it's just a an action classic it's so quotable like there's i i love everything about it one of my favorite movies it's a it's a top 20 all-time movie for me so it has to be on my numbers list i love the kill bill movies however i would have never <laughs> considered though either one of those movies for this list i'm on the same page i'm not a fan like we said sequels it's hard to Every movie can I mean, have a number after it if it's a sequel, and this is. Well, I don't think I honestly do not think we're going to end up with a movie on this list that is, is part says part two or something like that. You know what I mean? If, maybe if like, the eyes this is were number one, it was like K one L L B one L L. Like 
I don't know. This is the title kill bill volume one. It could have just said kill bill. And then there was part two later or whatever. This was <laughs> in initially volume one. Uh, Veto it. If you don't I, like the it, the spirit of the list, I feel this, this, it's a little iffy on the spirit of the list. Wow. Maybe we have different views of what the spirit is. That's why you have vetoes. Yeah. He's going to pick kill bill volume two. Um. Yeah, I, I, I am feeling you, Jordan. Like, like I said, I, I can't knock the movie. Yeah, the movie's great, but a man's got to have rules. <laughs> I live by a code. I made the rules. The code <laughs> is made of numbers. Uh, I am going to defer to Jordan. And however he feels here, he he does have two vetoes. I only have one, um, so I'm going to take a risk here and, and leave it up to him. Well, again, I hate to kick something off the list that's in your top twenty of all time. Like it's a favorite movie. I don't I don't want to. I got other movies. You're not going to break my heart in such a way. No, if you guys feel like this my, list, my it, like, the rules list, I came. Yeah, you have a different vision for this list than what I initially conceived. So I, if you feel will, like this does not meet your criteria, then by I all will, means veto. I will use a veto, and you're gonna. You, I'm sure you have a plan to jujitsu your way to have something even cooler on the list. So I, will I trust don't, you with it. But I've got lots. I got lots of movies here. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so Jordan has used one of his vetoes. He has vetoed Kill Bill Volume 1 because they don't feel like that's the spirit of the list. So nobody better put anything on there. So nobody better tell me fifth isn't actually a number either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you should have never pointed that out to me. <laughs> it's got a five in it. Five, yeah. Uh, you can write it out. Uh, is uh, is Beethoven? Is that was it one of Beethoven movies of? Yeah. A, a, okay. Can I use? Um. Well, let's see then. What am I gonna put here? Definitely not gonna put my number one here. Using it's got to be in the top number five. Six. Wow. Hmm. I like it. Hmm. <laughs> Dang. See, there's movies that I have ranked higher. This is kind of the problem with ha with knowing you have a top 100. Like I have a top 100, and things are in certain places, so I I don't feel as loose about picking something lower. But there's, you know what I mean. I don't know. But to me, like with mention the time travel thing, like I could see, yeah, I love this movie, but this is probably a better time travel movie, like. Mm -hmm. I can see you know, having some wiggle room on your list, right. like, but this I do no have wiggle room. To this, yeah, I do have wiggle room on this. Uh, the, this the has reason more I'm gonna... numbers in the title than this other one, so it deserves <laughs> yeah. to be higher. But... Yeah, I'm going to reach down a little bit for a movie just because I don't think I'll ever. I there's only so we're get, we do a lot of these drafts. There's only so many times that we had an opportunity to get some of these movies on the list, like, like I didn't know if I was going to be able to get four Christmases on this list, and luckily Cliff took care of that for me. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick one that basically I don't know anybody that likes it, and I love it. It's a Nick Cage classic, eight millimeter. I was afraid he was gonna pick this movie at somewhere on this list. Joel Schumacher directed 1999, probably the greatest movie year ever. The mortgage, Cindy's college money. If I do right by Mrs. Krishnan, the circle she runs in, this could be the break we've been waiting for. Can't take more than a couple weeks. That's all I can tell you, honey. Sometimes you can't know what I'm doing. It's better that way. It's always that way. Private detective Tom Wells is one of the only people who has seen it. It is eight millimeters wide. It runs at 16 frames per second. And he has been hired to discover... All I want is to know this atrocity is false. I want the proof of it. If what's on it is real. Finding the guys who made this film is going to be very difficult. I need information. I thought you might be able to help. And it's about, you know, he's doing an investigation about snuff films, and it's got the the this mysterious bad guy, La Machine. And it's just creepy and I don't mm. know. I, I just it's it's kind of a dreadful movie. He he's trying to search and find out if this girl in this snuff film is alive or dead, if it was real or not. And there's a lot of twists and turns. I, I remember just the feeling of him having to face this guy, the, this guy that was dressed up in like this bondage mask and was mysterious who he was, that he was, you know, this so dangerous looking and like, and and oh james gandolfini i think is in this and uh um walking phoenix i i just really dig it it's it's just got a a dark vibe but it's uh one of my favorite nick cage movies and i love the ending uh you know that's very important to me as a good ending but again if uh you guys don't dig it, don't want it on your list. This has to be something that uh, we all oh, kind of like some of these movies. So, but yeah. that's what I'm going with. Eight millimeter. Jordan, have you seen this movie? I don't think I have. I saw I saw Snake Eyes. Is that a different movie? That's a different movie. Yeah, that's a different, not good movie. <laughs> yeah. I know I've seen Snake Eyes, but I don't think I've seen Eight Millimeter. I I have seen this movie. I remember we. This went, is the extremely not a cliff movie. I can't even. Oh, believe you could it. not be more correct. We went to the theater and saw this movie, and oh, 
You guys don't watch this every Christmas. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, I can't explain how much I did not like this movie. Yeah. Well, I would say say this, like, that's this is I like Kill Bill. Yeah, well that's a fun. That's a fun movie. (laughs) This is not a fun movie. No, I don't understand why anybody ever made this movie. You have to admit that you have a taste that is Absolutely. much more feel good. You yes. are wanting to, to have a feel good time. Yes. Almost every movie that you accept. You are correct. Um, as a, as qualifying as a good movie. Yeah. And it can I, never be bad. You know, I, I'm a afraid, bad thing happening. I'm afraid what else he could pick here. Um, so <laughs> I, and he's got one more pick after this. So, I'm going to save that veto um, and and just sit here in the corner by myself and try not to think about this movie. <laughs> well, I'm not going to double veto it, so that's... Oh, my oh okay. that was an option. That was an option. Oh All right. God. Cliff, you got pick five. Oh, thank God. We're in the top five now. You guys each have two picks in the top five. Oh. All right. I don't know how uh, at this point in time how you guys still feel about this movie, but I'm going to choose it for my number five, at least for the moment. Uh, 16 Candles. So, I mean, what's the story? I mean, you got a guy or? Yes, three big ones and they less went blood. Her name is Samantha Baker, and today is her 16th birthday. She's gotten her boobies. (laughs) I'd better go get my magnifying glass. They forgot my birthday. Classic. This is the single worst day of my entire life. Universal Pictures presents... Scar, a direct hit. 16 Candles. You say it's your birthday. It's my baby too. The story of a girl who's stuck with a guy who's driving her crazy. Babe. And stuck on a guy she's crazy about. Who's Jake? Jake Ryan? Jake's my boy! Jake is a senior, and he's beautiful and perfect. He doesn't even know you exist. He smiles at me, and I don't say anything. Can't believe I'm such a jerk. You quit feeling sorry for yourself. It's bad for your complexion! You know Samantha Baker? Kids are looking at me a lot. It's kind of cool the way she's always looking at me. Maybe she's retarded. What's happening, hot stuff? His name is Long Duck Dong. Nothing could shock me anymore. Underpants. Can I borrow your underpants for ten minutes? Girls underpants. Everybody in this family has just gone totally at her limits. The Molly Ringwald teenage um, classic 1980s uh, Anthony Michael Hall, John Cusack, you know, the uh, she's turning 16 and and everybody's uh, in town. John Cusack has a very small He's role. in it. He's in it. <laughs> <laughs> John um, Hughes is a good pull. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but everybody comes in. Nick Cage the- is also in this too, if I recall. Is that right? 
was he uh, for sure no. oh, i don't want to think about that other movie um yeah this is uh <laughs> you know the big sister is getting married and uh, all the grandparents come in town for the wedding and everybody forgets it's molly ringwald's 16th birthday it's just like home alone yeah precursor so um yeah it's a it's a wild adventurous night and uh you know going to the school dance and she runs in you know grandma and grandpa bring long duck dong home and and uh he he gets drunk and crazy and uh you know says funny things like automobile and um <laughs> how many cancels do you get jordan you got one veto and how many can 16 cancels uh but yeah it's it's you know she's a 16 year old girl and she has a crush on an older boy and but he's got a girlfriend and she's terrible and they all go to a party and yeah, that guy was and, was that guy ever in anything else? It's I don't Jake. think so. What, I know Jake? his name was Jake yes. in the movie. And yes, uh, Jake. Yes, uh, I don't think he, I think his career began and ended with sixteen candles. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a movie that you know anyone our age grew up on, and uh, just Jake uh, Ryan. What's that? Jake Ryan. Jake Ryan. So yeah, how do how do you guys still feel uh, about Sixteen Candles? It's been a while. Okay, I loved it back in the day. Like yeah. that was, you know, I was a teenager, and uh, you know, this I I loved it. I loved Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> yeah. Um, like like you just knew he was going to be a star. At, you know, after that, um, it's it was so funny at the time and it it's of course it has not aged well but a lot of those 80s fun teenage movies haven't aged well absolutely you know different time way they treated women and things but she has got a lot of agency in that movie and i i think at least that holds up um the long duck dong stuff does not yeah you know that's just doesn't work anymore but uh but I still say automobile in my head all the time. <laughs> if I see the word, it, yeah. that is how it is pronounced in my head. And I think, don't say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> right. like that, that's Just, how that's how yeah. I read it on the page. That's how much of an effect that had on me Yes, 40 years ago. You know, it's just like it's in my brain that way. Like it imprinted on me. And there's nothing from Four Christmases that did that. So I mm, will not, man. I'm not going to have any part of vetoing this, which I think is part of your plan. You're like, start low. And then <laughs> if I just put anything <laughs> reasonable in here, there's no way they're going to touch it. Right. So I personally am not going to veto this because okay. I have nostalgia for it. And it's, you know, N- yeah, it definitely. Uh, n- there is nostalgia for it. I-, I feel the same way, and and that's why I picked it. I think we're all grown up en- enough to know what was good about it, what doesn't work anymore. But it's still there. There was a lot of a lot of fun had watching this movie back in the day. Was, uh, we were all going through our growing pains, and uh, and so that's what we lo- we were at. You know, yeah, watching that at the time, it's kind of 
reflects on your real life and things like going through high school, all the crazy antics. And I got news for you, people. This is what it was like. And I went to high school in the eighties <laughs> and it was ridiculous, stupid parties and people doing stupid yeah. stuff just like this. What about you, Jordan? Uh, Michael Scheffling played Jake Ryan. Wow. Okay. He's also known for Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken, Vision hmm. Quest, and Mermaids. Hmm. And announced hmm. his retirement in 1991. So he wow. is no longer active. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah. He got in and that got was out. quick. I, uh, yeah. I had no antics. I, I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Wow. I was wondering if you had. Okay. I don't I mean I know I know everything that happens in it. I know all the, the quotes and everything, but I, I honestly don't think I ever got to them. Hmm. I would recommend it. <laughs> so the way you said that, just stoically. Uh, like you're the sophisticated yes. movie reviewer. I would mm. recommend this. Mm. This absolutely piece. not that 2001. Eh, you want to watch a classic <laughs> film? John Hughes, uh, 16 Candles. Yeah, I like it. Good pick. Why not? Okay, Jordan, you have the fourth number four best number movie ever. Ugh, that's not fun. <laughs> Cause that's high. That's real high. Mm. That's really high. Better that's be good. Real high on the list. And again, I don't know that either of you like this movie, but I do. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, well, 1998 debut film from Guy Ritchie, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. If you can't see value here today, you're not up here shopping. You're up here shoplifting. Bacon. Did you say ten pounds? That's a bargain. I'll take one. Eddie. You two, join me in my office. Fat man. Oi! Soap. Four friends. That's my 25 grand. With a money-making scheme. You sure you can afford 25? I can afford it as long as I see it again. That's quick. You play cards tonight, son. With Harry. Easy. I'll have you silly, Dad. And very expensive. I'll see you. For half a million. All right, don't panic. Four young fellas got in deep with the naked handle. I am panicking. Owe me half a British director Guy Ritchie. First film. Uh, there were 44 speaking parts in this movie, and 17 of them were people who had never acted before. So it was very amateur, very cheap, seat of their pants. Debut films from Jason Statham and Vinnie Jones. It was their first movie as well. Uh, so it's about a group of friends in London who are on the sketchier side of things. Running cons, loopholes, 
<laughs> all that fun stuff. Running uh, scams and cons. Uh, card player loses 500,000 pounds to a powerful crime lord in a rigged game of cards. Uh, there's no way he's going to pay off this debt in a week, so he and his friends decide to rob a small-time gang who happened to be operating out of the flat next door. This movie has an energy to it. It has the snappiest dialogue, all this British slang being thrown around, uh, the editing, the music, the quick cuts. I, I hadn't seen anything like this before when Guy Ritchie debuted, and I thought this was the next Tarantino, this was the next whoever. He's made some good movies, but he's never topped this first one. I, I had such high hopes for, for what he was going to do next, but to me, it never got better than this one. I, I don't know if you guys have any nostalgia for this one at all, but I, I adored this movie when it came out in 1998. I know this is a real movie. <laughs> I didn't make it up. Period. Period. Yes. I know this is a real movie. That is what I know. You want it in your top five of all time numbers of movies? <laughs> I uh, remember liking this movie i uh, wasn't head over heels about it i never was head over heels about any of guy Ritchie's movies um that i can think of off the top of my head i've always thought they were fine but it just felt like it wasn't exactly my thing mm -hmm. um i do think remember thinking this one was it, i've always felt ever since this one that everything was a disappointment after from him you know like it progressively went downhill and everybody's just like he you know did he did he ever string together anything you know i know i know like snatched was snatched, reasonably big Snatched and, was really good but it just wasn't I, I remember thinking rock and roll was okay um but yeah never rewatched this do you know just don't i don't really remember hardly anything about it yeah. um um I am, this is number, the number four pick. I am going to take a risk here because I got a whole bunch of movies on my list and I'm hoping Jordan's got at least one of them. Oh, I okay. got another one you've never seen or heard of. And that's what I'm <laughs> afraid of. That's what I'm He's trying to psych of. you out, Cliff. Don't listen to him. I am going to veto number four. And cross my face. All right, Cl Cliff has used his one veto to veto Jordan. So Jordan suddenly got another pick here. He gets to put a new number four. All right, 12 monkeys might just make the list. All right, I would prefer that. <laughs> <laughs> it would work out. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's do it. 12 Monkeys. I love that movie just as much. 12 Monkeys. Terry Gilliam, 1995. Wow. You're a very good observer, Cole. 
We have a very advanced program, something very different. An opportunity to reduce your sentence considerably. And possibly play an important role in returning the human race to the surface of the Earth. No license, no prints, no warrants. Take him down! But he took on five cops like he was adjusted to the eyeballs. What year is this? What year do you think it is? 1996. That's the future, James. Do you think you're living in the future? I'm simply trying to gather information to help the people in the present trace the path of the virus. We're not in the present now. This is a place for crazy people. I'm not saying you're not mentally ill. For all I know, you're <laughs> crazy as a loon. The army of the 12 monkeys, they're the ones that spread the virus. Monkeys? He's been living in a meticulously constructed fantasy world, and that world is starting to disintegrate. You haven't become addicted to that dying world? No, sir. He needs help. I think I'm crazy when people start dying next month. I don't belong here. You're here because of the system. I know some things that you don't know. Yes, my son. You sent me to the wrong year. You're certain of that? Science ain't an exact science. You had a bullet from World War One in your leg, James. How did it get there? I don't know. You're a trained psychiatrist. You know the difference between what's real and what's not. You said that I had delusions. You said you could explain. I'm trying to. I want the future to be unknown. I can help you. Get you out. I was not expecting him to actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> you talk me into it. <laughs> well, there you go. You I like that bad. movie. It is uh, time travel movie. Uh, it's uh, which we love. Apocalyptic future. Some deadly unknown disease has destroyed the world, and Bruce Willis is a convict. They have sent back in time to investigate the origin and figure out what happened and if we can change it in the future so it's all about memory and how how memories affect reality and your perception and can you change the past and can you not uh and it's just it's it's weird and it's heady and it's ugly and grimy and i love it Uh, it's got madeline stowe brad pitt in an oscar-nominated performance christopher Plummer, david morse just clunky grimy weird sci-fi with cool kind of some cool designs mm-hmm. yeah you know some of the costumes and things i i you know i i dig this movie it's very super 90s sci-fi uh it's i, I it's feel a little better. dark i feel better about this one yeah than, than it's a little dark this isn't this isn't a cliff Mm-mm. movie but but yeah, I'm sure you like it better than that. Um, I yeah, I'm a fan of Twelve Monkeys. It, it just didn't make it on the time travel list because there was there's so many freaking time travel movies. Um, yeah, I have no problem with it. Same for you, Cliff. You know, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. oh, you don't have a veto I, anyway. Already, so yeah, yep, that's true. Yeah, it. so it's on there. Number four, Twelve Monkeys. Boom. Well, down to my last pick. I feel like I'm being taken advantage of here because Jordan knows I'm going to pick this freaking movie. Uh, I'm sure. And he, otherwise he would have picked it. Like, I know that I I know that you, I wish you would have just picked it there (laughs) so that I could pick something else. I know that you do, but, but, uh, you also know that I would pick it. And I think, you know, I mean, I'd put this number one, like game recognized game. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I, I appreciate that. I, that's fine. I, the idea knowing I knew in my heart that if I wasn't here, it would still make the list. So Cliff has no idea. That's a, that's another thing about it. Cliff, Cliff has not seen this movie. I'd, well, I'd say like 99% chance Cliff has not seen this movie. And uh, no, I, I know what you're going to say. Has and no, I have not seen. Oh, you do. It. I do. Oh I my bet God. it's hanging on your wall. It is hanging on the wall in my I, living room. I knew it. Good job. That's that's good. 1998 Buffalo 66. What is this? Is this a shifter car? You think that's funny? I'm used to luxury cars. I drive cars that shift themselves. My cars shift themselves. I need you to come to my parents' house with me and pretend to be my wife. Did Billy ever tell you how we met? Billy's the nicest husband in the whole world. Don't touch me. What do you me. mean, don't touch don't me? You're touch supposed to be me. husband and wife. No, really. I'm the luckiest girl. What did you say? One, two, three. Get out of the car. I fell madly in love with him. Oh, I haven't won a championship since 1966. And I missed that game because that's the day I had Billy. Did you like Buffalo, too? If you fail to convince the court, and very evil and very bad things are going to happen. Can you go to jail or something? Yeah, but he was innocent. Remember that guy, Wood? No good. I'd really like to find him. Are you still going to do that bad thing you said you were going to do? He missed that field goal on purpose. He got paid money, and he missed it on purpose. I thought somebody turned up the heat. Where's the girl? I'm his wife. Oh! 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 She's not my wife. What did I just tell you? I'm not looking. I'm just imagining. I picked her up hitchhiking. I'm a free guy, you know what? That's not my style. These photos are us in love, spanning time. Just look like you like them. That's it. Can you do that? Come here and give me a hug. <laughs> Ooh. I know what you're thinking. The story's hard to believe, right? You should have seen him. He was so beautiful. That's a Gallo directed and starred in this. Christina Ricci as Layla, Ben Gazzara. Uh, he made our uh, list of um, musical performances, <laughs> uh, which is which I think it was my number one favorite one. Uh, but Billy Brown just got out of jail and he's got a he's going to serve some real time. He's going home, and it's just the the quirkiest uh, coming home story. Um, blew my mind like i didn't i didn't know what i was in for when i watched this movie it is the one of the most one of the most quotable movies i've ever seen like he says so many things in there every time every time i get my picture taken i'm spanning time like i i'm i i it's stuck in there i i can't even eat chicken no um no but i uh <laughs> Just like driving shifter cars, you know, nobody does that anymore, but, uh, I just love, I love this movie to, to death. It's so fun. He's so funny and neurotic in it. And, uh, she's so like, so cute in the movie. And I like their characters together and, just like it's, she it's just like has a glow about her. Yeah, whole, they like, do that on like an purpose. Angel, and it, literally, an angel. it worked. It is that one hundred percent. When Ben Gazzara 
fake sings that song over himself singing the song. <laughs> like it's a, a weird thing. He uh she is literally glowing in that room. Like it's it's amazing. The way it's shot when they sit around the dinner table, like the perspectives of each person, it's just like they it's funny and, and just neat how it was shot. And it's all based around uh what in the football game and 66 where the buffalo guy like missed the field goal or something i don't even remember but they it's just like it yeah he lost a bet or something ruined his life and they still watch the game at his parents house today it was filmed on film stock similar to what they used for the NFL film reels of the 1960s. Like he wanted it to look like old mm. NFL game film with that high color <laughs> saturation and the contrast right, right. of the, the colors. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I think when I did my top 100 movies of all time, it was number four, four or five. I don't know. It's that, it's, it means that much to me. Like I, I love it. So when I first saw it, I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't know what it was. I just rented it. And I was like, what is this? And it's, it's the more times you watch it, you, you get on its wavelength and you, you pick yeah. out the, the quotable lines and yeah, it's, it's something else. I, I yeah, it's a religion. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, you, uh, you return to the, to that, when you return to that movie, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, this was genius. All these, all these lines, like the way they interact and how, how the performance he gives is like, he was made for this exact thing and he did it. <laughs> um, so I had to get that on there. So I'm happy. So, uh, sounds like Jordan won't veto it. And Cliff can't. So we're moving on to. The number two pick. This is Cliffs. Wow. Um. Yeah. So. I think I've mentioned this before when we, when we've done these types of of lists, these shows, um. With this format, and how I typically do it is when one of us spouts out a you know an idea, I immediately. Re- I don't look at any list. I immediately, whatever comes to the top of my head, I I jot it down. And typically, whatever that first movie is, is going to be my top pick immediately. I mean, I understand there's vetoes and stuff like that, but whatever the highest pick I get, that's probably going to be that first movie I jotted down. And no matter how much you try and think of new stuff or look at lists, like nothing ever quite... Right. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's a gut instinct. Um, so number two, my pick for number two. Is I don't a... have any guess in the world. What okay. This Me either. No clue, huh? Oh, I do. I have one. Maybe. maybe but I, maybe. I, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll tell you if I'm wrong. Uh, I will. Just... Oh, I do have one guess too, but I, but that probably is this, but I'm curious. Yeah, go ahead. I would describe. This. Oh no, it's what it's what I I know what I know what I think it is. Okay, it's got two sets of numbers on. No. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, I would describe this movie by one word: infamous. Wow, the infamous, infamous. 
It's the three amigos. Yeah, that's that what I thought a minute ago. That's what I was going to say. That was the one. And then I thought of something that I thought he was going to say something else that I don't want to say yet. Um, yeah. So this, uh, of course, Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, Martin Short. Let's try The Three Amigos. They were the biggest stars of their day. The Three Amigos are history. But that was yesterday. Look, boys, I know show business. Something always turns up. Telegram for the Three Amigos. movies silent picture movie stars that uh they're idiots and uh you know they're just property of a hollywood studio and that's where they get all their their stuff from and all of their money and when they are seen as obsolete and grown up and too old and washed up um they are thrown out and forced to Find something else, and uh, they get a, a, a letter. I believe is a te- maybe a telegram from uh, from this little town, this little village down in Mexico, just praising them, and they automatically think, "Hey, we're stars down there. We can go down there and live the you know the high life." And just to come to find out that the people in that town think that they are real cowboys and real heroes and want them to come down and defend them against El Guapo and his gang um, uh, of, of, you know, Mexican outlaws. And uh, they have to teach the town how to defend themselves in this big mix-up after they finally figure out that, hey, they think we're really heroes. Um, but it's it's silly. And uh, and I always, you know, generally like silly. And I love Steve Martin, Martin Short, and, and Chevy Chase, of course. And um, when this movie came out, I think in 86? Um... You know, I, I, yeah, 86, uh, John Landis directed it. I, I just 
I went and saw it. My parents took me to the theater, and I thought it was just one of the funniest things I'd ever seen, of course. Um, totally over the top. And they sing and dance, and I just, it's a classic for me. Yeah, and during that preamble, I was looking at my my list of uh, honorable mentions. I was like, that one shined out. I was like, yeah, that's probably the one he's going to pick. So uh, definitely a very cliff yeah. pick. Yeah. I can't fault Extremely that. cliff pick. It's not. It's not too cliff. There's, there's some <laughs> picks that are too cliff, and I was afraid he was gonna say something else. Mm. Really surprised that this one movie isn't on there. Didn't didn't make your list. Well, okay. It, it was gonna, a it was a uh, tough decision. Let me tell you because I I've got I've got some pretty strong feelings about a couple of these, but that I still have left in. I thought you guys, yeah. I thought if you were going to veto one, I thought that would be the one that got knocked off and I would have to come up with something else. I, I haven't seen it in ages, but I, as a kid, I remember loving it to death. So I, yeah, I was spirit, never I one of my, fa- it. it was never one of my favorite of their mo- movies. Like there's certain ones you just gravitate to this one. I mean, I liked fine, but it was never one of my favorites. I've only seen it a couple of times. I remember it. Well, I've seen enough. Times was on TV, go flipping past it, but yeah, it's it's fine. I will not veto it because wow. I'm scared of what else could go in its place. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> okay. It's basically what it is. I let you literally have me scared to death. <laughs> I think I know what I think I know what Jordan would put here at number one, which is what we're at. You might have a good guess. It's a lot like Three Amigos. Pretty similar plot. <laughs> I like it already. Yeah. <laughs> it's the original Three Amigos. Seven <laughs> Samurai. Yeah. yeah. I knew it. ついてくるか。今度こそ瞬間は知れんぞ。守るのは背もるより難しいでな。いつかとはそういうものだ。こんなもんってこそ自分も守れる。守れなくとばかり考えるやつは、おのれはもう滅ぼすやつだ。This is my favorite film of all time. If I ever did get around to making a top 10 list, it would be number one. I adore this movie. 1954, Akira Kurosawa's masterpiece. Basically like the first action film, the first modern action film. And it did so many things that maybe a movie had done previously but it had never done all of them together and it, it basically became a type of story and influenced yeah, three amigos stole from seven samurai as did hundreds of other things we we all love the those elements like the assembling the team trope of getting a bunch of heroes together from star wars to the avengers to everything else after that uh the men on a mission trope 
the dirty dozen, anything like that. You know, there, there's some objective we have to do. We all got to get together and do it. The reluctant hero, just all these ideas coalesced in this first big epic. Um, at the time, it was the most expensive film made in Japan. Uh, he refused to shoot it at the Toho Studios and had to build a complete set out in the out in the boonies somewhere to make it look authentic like a village took a year to shoot tons of reshoots that they ran out of money multiple times but they finally got it put together uh three and a half hours long but there's nothing you would cut out of it every frame works and he used so many creative things for the first time the telephoto lens uh he to get a close-up to, to put the put you right in the middle of the action, these big fight scenes. He recorded these action scenes with multiple cameras at the same time, which wasn't really done at that point because he didn't, you know, he wanted to capture every angle of everything. So he, he had multiple choices to, to use. And so everything matched up. The slow motion that he used, the, the sharp editing, the sound design, just ahead of its time in every respect. And and like I said, launched a million things from the Magnificent Seven to everything after that that you know has has borrowed from it. Uh, yeah, there's it's there are very few perfect movies, but I think this is one of them. Seven Samurai. Wow, Cliff. How do you argue with that? Yeah. This is my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. It's the perfect movie. And he got it you at number seen it? one. Like it's you ever, you, know. you ever seen it, Cliff? Oh, have I ever seen it? I don't, I don't think I have. I know mm. all, all about it, but I don't think I've yeah. actually yeah. seen it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even decide. <sighs> it. It's, it's, yeah. It, it, there's a, in, eight, in 1586, there's a village of farmers that are being plagued by these bandits who come every harvest to steal their crops. And so they hire seven protectors to protect them. Tashiro Mifune, Takashi Shimura, and five other dudes. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely, um, after I made my list, uh, went looking through some other list and had seen this, and I thought, oh, Jordan will definitely pick this um, pretty high up on his list. And, yeah, that's what I expected, so... Yep. Well, I got to tell you. <laughs> it's not a veto. <laughs> I'm out of my list. is uh, pretty yeah. sparse. Uh, yeah. I feel like... Just went a little too hard there with uh, saving that seven samurai. It got so. It just doesn't feel that kapal to me. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I would have, you know, I would have went with the same strat. I did go with the same basic strategy, you know. Like you get you, when you hold something so high, you 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 got to get it up there as far as you can. Oh. But I don't have any vetoes. And I don't have any veto overrides. And 
I went with the. Did he take it personally when I vetoed Kill Bill? Yes. This is where we find out if he took it personally. Oh, pretty man. much. That's pretty much. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> pretty, pretty. And would like I that. take it personally and just submarine this whole list? Well, I think there's other good movies out there. Maybe it would not. It's not yours favorite, but you'd be maybe forced into a position. To find something. Oh man, I know some Disney classics. <laughs> I'm gonna use it. I'm using. I'm using it. Veto. Wow. You're gonna be mad at me then. I don't think so. I got my revenge. All right. So there are very few perfect movies, and none of them are on this list. <laughs> Oh, I beg to differ. Buffalo 66 is on here. Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. 25th. Four, four hour, Christmases. Four Christmases. Yeah. yeah. He's thinking. I literally have crossed off most of my list here. You really don't want me to say 300. Zack Snyder. The Snyder Bros cannot be appeased by this. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was on my list. So literally, <laughs> the only thing left I have is a uh, fairly recent biopic. 42. Wow, you don't like any other number movies? No. Like, no. no. Okay. All right. 42. You called down the thunder. <laughs> hey. Do what you got to do. 42, the Jackie Robinson story starring Chadwick Boseman. Saw it. I did see this movie. I don't know who he is. Or where he is. But he's coming. not so simple anymore I guess it never was we ignored it now we can't you Jackie Robinson I Brooklyn Dodger Bim. I Jack, I Rob, I Sin. Oh man, I'm Jackie Robinson. Set when I run base, I dodge the pen. You want a player that doesn't have the guts to fight back? No, I want a player who's got the guts not to fight back. Give me a uniform. You give me a number on my back. And I'll give you the guts. So is this rank on, you know, in, in like as in a sports movie? Is this pretty, pretty high at the top for you? Forty-two. No. 
No? Okay. I just didn't have anything else to pick. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that would really, be pretty weak. <laughs> no, I uh, really like this movie. Yeah. I don't like it as much as anything else I've said tonight, but I, it's uh, Harrison Ford, yep. directed by Brian Helgeland. Uh, just a very touching movie about, you know, a very important American story. Jackie Robinson, and again, played by Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. a, an actor who can really embody that, the nobility that Jackie had and the the, the pains that he went through breaking the color barrier in baseball. So I've seen it several times. I, I've, I've liked it every single time. Yeah, I, I've seen it. I, I like it. As far as... I haven't seen it. Especially recent baseball movies. I don't feel like there's been much in the last decade or so on, on you know, the way we grew up on, on a lot of those baseball films. Um, there hasn't been much to talk about since, so... And pure number. There's not even a word in the title. It's just... There isn't. Numbers. That's that true. Was, that's the ultimate so thing it has going for it. It's it nothing but a number. Mm, that's true. <laughs> is there is what what's what's a movie? Is there a movie that just has one single digit number as the title? Mm. Like a number number like yeah. numeral. Seven. One two three seven. Four. No, I, well, no, that's still spelled out. Yep. All right, we did it. There you go. <laughs> it's a list. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, list no one's happy with. Perfect. <laughs> so, Jordan, that pretty much rounded out your list, right? You don't really have Basically. much. Much. I mean, else. I've got. I wrote down a bunch of things I just thought of. Apollo 13, 28 days later. I mean, I just oh, made okay. a long list, but yeah, that was my top. The the ones I had ranked as far as really liking i have quite a few i feel like need mentioning a little bit um on this podcast so i'm just gonna kind of try and quickly run through them um movie i just uh re-watched i had not seen since i was a kid Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea classic 1954 walt disney production um of course based on the on the novel uh, jules verne mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Nemo in his uh, submarine, the Nautilus. Um, I feel like it was a very well-made movie, and they spent a whole bunch of money. I mean, 1954, right? Like this, they had some bigger stars in it. You know, they got. Uh, um, oh crap! Hold on. Let me run through it real quick. Oh, we got Kirk Douglas, of course, um, Peter Laurie, and then James Mason, Captain Nemo. That's what I was trying to think of. Um, but yeah, it's good classic movie. One of the ones I kind of came to mind pretty quickly for me. Um, I don't know if you guys, either of you guys ever seen 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Way back in the day. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid. Yeah. So, hell yeah. Um, other Disney movies, The Three Caballeros, uh, that's, you know, yeah, Mexican yeah. Donald. We love him. Uh, more recently, Big Hero 6. 
um, which I don't think either one of you have seen, but um, okay, it, I, I, li- I liked it. Yeah. yeah, I really like it. It's, it's yeah, I heard like most most people I know that have seen it said they liked it. I have not seen it. Team of super superheroes. Um, it's got a pretty tragic story with death and and loss. Um, yeah, I took my little nephew to see it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting the uh, yeah. <laughs> All of the Dying. sadness. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, a lot of emotion there, you know, but um, everybody loved Baymax when he came out. And uh, just recently uh, in Disneyland, they unveiled, a, they have a giant Baymax now that flies over the castle during the fireworks, which is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, classic Disney. Um, how could we not talk about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? You know, the, the first feature animated film um that won all those academy awards and um is definitely you know the classic of classics and then um i tell i'll be real honest with you if you guys had vetoed three amigos uh my next choice would have been 101 dalmatians um the original oh that would have been 1961 um just i i've still got a veto left (laughs) (laughs) this this is a this is just a great i thought you're gonna say i thought you're gonna say 13 going on 30 that's why i didn't be you (laughs) yeah my wife and daughter definitely both had that on their list but i had already gotten it on i'm sure previous list so i wasn't gonna push that um but yeah 101 dalmatians the classic animated feature that you know gave us Cruella Deville and and that great song and actually has connections to um to an to Lady and the Tramp. Um, some of the dogs are in both movies. Um, if you didn't know that, but um, yeah, that would have been my that would have been my my number two on the list pick. Uh, had you vetoed that, um, some other ones we talked mentioned three hundred briefly. I just remember three hundred going to the theater with some friends and watching that and just being blown away because I didn't know what I was going to wa- going to go see, and just right. that that you know, the, the look of that movie was just amazing, um, at that time and blew me away. Um, another Barnes family favorite 21 jump street. This was the, the movie, the, the reboot of the classic television series. Um, it's just extremely funny and I can't help myself, but we laugh every time. Um, that movie's on. And then uh, This is 40, another Apatel movie. Um, I was kind of teetering between This is 40 and The 40-Year-Old Virgin a little bit because it's mm-hmm. just a really good movie. It's a different movie. It's not, you know, it's a comedy, but... It, it gets some hate. Like, I, there's people out there that... There's something there's people don't like about that, but I always liked it. Yeah, I, I, I something about that movie... Um, I, I don't know. We just relate to it a little bit. Um, we talked about Star well, Wars. We were probably around 40 when it, yes, I, was, when it I don't know out. what year it came out, but we're all hovering around that age yeah. there. Right. So uh, we, we, we mentioned Star Wars and not choosing Star Wars, but guys, Rogue One. Um, Rogue so, One, yeah. Why didn't you have that? What happened? Uh, uh, well, I, I, I had I a lot of movies on my, my list, mind. guys. <laughs> Rogue yeah, but one. you had four Christmases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got, well, I got you. 
Um, but yeah, Rogue it One, happens. It, Trust is, me, there's that, still movies there. <laughs> that has become a comfort movie for me. Um, yeah, it, got, it grows on you. Yeah, yeah. Once um, you get away from the immediate, uh, what what am I gonna get? What am I gonna get? And then maybe it wasn't exactly what people thought they were gonna get. I I definitely usually can return to something like that. Now that I know what it is, now yes. I can appreciate it. Yeah, and yeah. and you know, it gave us that the the probably the best Darth Vader um, scene we ever we ever had. Maybe so. At least action wise. Um, what else? Uh, 51st dates, Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, um, just a rom-com. But again, that's, that's a movie that we watch like, Oh, what's on television. Oh, I can't find anything. There it is. And, and you know, somebody's going to turn it on in my household every time. Um, it's a sweet little movie. Uh, anything else? Oh, of course. How could we forget? Uh, the 80s classic Three Men and a Baby. Steve yeah. Gutenberg, Tom Selleck, and of course, <laughs> Ted Danson. Three dudes, and there's a baby. And I really Three like dudes, that. and there's a baby. Yeah. Never improved New, on that formula. New York City. The little uh, lady. You know, the little lady. Nah, the little lady wasn't as good as the baby. <laughs> I like the baby. Uh, I like the baby version. Um, we'll have to see so the baby. Was, yeah. So yeah, I, I just always really, I was a kid and I always really liked that movie because I don't know. I like singing and dancing a little bit in my movies yeah. and they sang and it was sweet and you know, three bachelors that get stuck with this kid and, and don't have the first clue of what to do and, and get themselves in all kinds of trouble. Right. Man. Take care of babies. <laughs> well, I didn't make a enormous list, but I had a few things left here. I thought I'd take a shot. Jordan might reach down and grab. I didn't, didn't sound like he had much left that he loved, but, and I don't have anything against Seven Samurai. I just was taking a shot at getting, I had enough things out there that I thought he might reach for. Uh, down on my list. Oh, there's always Ocean's Eleven, fun movie. Blade Runner 2449, I really like. Uh, we set kind of got the drift. We weren't going to do a sequel with T2, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Otherwise, that could have been number one. Um, a few that I thought had a chance. Uh, seven, Hateful Eight, 12 Angry Men, or The Sixth Sense. All big big movies with numbers in the title that I thought I if there were two movies I would have said you would have picked it was Buffalo 66 and the hateful eight yeah I almost did it uh instead of eight millimeter like that was those were the two I was flipping through at that spot um that's basically all I have there's there's millions of them out there. Yeah, I just I just tucked a few down at the bottom here, just things I thought of that I didn't necessarily love, but Eight Mile, Twelve Years a Slave, THX eleven thirty eight, Five Hundred Days of Summer, Super Eight, Passenger fifty seven, Forty Eight Hours, Nine to Five, Apollo thirteen, Twenty Eight Days Later, District Nine, Three Kings, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, 
and Fahrenheit 9-11, the Michael Moore documentary about George Bush. A lot out there. I liked this topic. It's random enough that there's a lot of stuff out there i uh let me read the list down here so uh number 11 at 25th hour i picked the number 10 2001 colon a space odyssey then cliff came back with four christmases a family fun nostalgic classic for them then at number eight 40 year old virgin classic comedy jordan number seven the fifth element sci-fi goodness at uh, six, I picked Kill Bill Volume One and got vetoed, and then went with Eight Millimeter, the gritty crime drama. Then uh, at top five, Cliff had Sixteen Candles, John Hughes classic comedy. Jordan came back at number four, picked Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which Cliff vetoed. And Jordan went with 12 Monkeys. Great time travel movie. Um, Then three, I picked Buffalo 66. uh, One of my faves. And Cliff had three Amigos, 80s comedy. And Jordan came back with Seven Samurai, his favorite movie of all time. And I vetoed him coldly in hopes he'd pick a random movie I liked. And... He came back with 42, which I'm going to have to watch. If it's better than all those movies he listed, uh, this is a good docu. Is it? This is a. I never. It's about Jackie Robinson. Better than all those movies. (laughs) Well, I mean, you say you liked it better than those. You ranked it. Uh, Is 42. Um, So I'm going to check it out. And that was the numbers list. We do this every once in a while. It appears Seth was vetoed once. I was vetoed twice. Or three I had three picks was vetoed twice. Cliff had no Cliff, vetoes whatsoever. Cliff, Cliff escaped it, Cliff, this list clean. Cliff is a scary wild card because <laughs> what he rides that line him, where he'll come back even Yeah. Right. Even he'll, I've altered the plan, pray play I don't alter it further. <laughs> right. I he's like <laughs> He picks stuff early that's sketchy, and we're like, that's too early to veto. And then he picks stuff sketchy late, and we're like, it's too late to veto because <laughs> he only gets sketchier, you know? So, I like what I likes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we did it. There we go. Numbers. They <laughs> add up. <laughs> they I add hope up. you got the number that that's not a saying uh yeah that's it that's our list tell us what we did wrong tell us what we forgot we'd love to hear your picks as well and we'll be back soon with more my name is jordan Lowe. cliff barnes i'm seth bye forever kapow the pop cultured podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. 
All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow the Pop Cultured Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.